Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Rhythms Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in today. My name is Spencer Lohman, and I am the pastor of vision and teaching at United City Greensboro. And Rhythms is a spiritual formation project that was birthed out of the desire to have conversations around spiritual practices and disciplines that shape us and form us in the way and person of Jesus. And uh, if you like our podcast, if you appreciate the content, we would love if you would subscribe to it and follow it, as well as give it a review. If you've appreciated the content and the conversations we have had, would you give us a review? That would mean so much to us. Today, uh, we are going to have a conversation around Thanksgiving. I know it sounds very cliche considering this is the week of Thanksgiving, um, but the fact of the matter is to give thanks is a practice and a command and a call that we see over 100 times in the scriptures. Uh, And we see it over and over again in the Psalms. But I know what you're thinking. 2020, what a year. What a time to give thanks. It seems like everything has gone awry in 2020. And while things have been deeply challenging in so many different ways with the impact of COVID-19 and it's seemingly continuing to impact so many lives across our country and our world, as well as the economic crisis and so many businesses that are closing and people losing their job to the racial injustices that we saw rise to the surface, uh, to the polarized and politicized environment that we are in coming out of an election year. It has been a lot, but I have been reminded that thanksgiving is a practice that can deeply form us and shape us in the midst of our trials, challenges, frustrations, and circumstances. Uh, Psalm 107.1, I want to read this for you guys. It says, Give thanks to the Lord, for He is good. His love endures forever. That's a promise that we see here in the psalm. Psalm 107, verse 1, that his love endures forever, and we give thanks to the Lord because he is good. Um, Psalm 100, verse 4 says, Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. In the Old Testament, the idea or the Hebrew for uh, giving thanks is yada, and we can see that translated praise as well as thanksgiving. And so with the idea of practicing thanksgiving, we are also practicing the rhythm of praise. Uh, We also see in the New Testament this concept and posture of thanksgiving continued through uh, into the letters written by Paul, where in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 18, Paul writes to the church in Thessalonica, Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. I know many of you have asked the question, what is God's will for my life? This all-important question that we wrestle with and oftentimes gives us deep anxiety, as though it's something that we go and seek after, when God is very clear in this passage that one of his desires for us as the people of God is to give thanks in all circumstances. And I just thought about that with the season that we're in and the time that we're in right now in the West, in the United States especially, 
that we are to give thanks in the midst of 2020, in all circumstances, when things are at a peak and when things are in a deep valley. We are to give thanks in all circumstances. To give thanks is a practice. To have a posture of gratitude is a discipline and a rhythm that we commit ourselves to. And that's one of the natures of us talking about these rhythms, that they would become practices that no matter our emotional state, we are intentional about creating these spaces and practices and rhythms in our life. And one of those being Thanksgiving, especially here that this week is Thanksgiving. I saw an article today from Forbes.com that said a pandemic Thanksgiving, gratitude for what we do have. And I thought that was spot on because for so many of us, we have lost a lot in 2020, Um, whether it's material possessions, our job, relationships, our mind, (laughs) our sanity, um, our health. We have lost a lot, but in the midst of a pandemic, what would it look like for us to be thankful and to have gratitude for what we do have, the blessings that we do have that the Lord has given us, just the simple fact that the Lord is good and his love endures forever and that he has endured suffering. He has been in the throes of the human condition. He knows what it means to be human, and we can give thanks that he is with us. He is with us in the valley. He is with us at the top of the mountain. But he is with us in 2020 in the midst of this wild and turbulent season that we are in. Uh, In the article, it showed that studies and research have pointed to the fact that when we express gratitude, when we practice thanksgiving, it actually raises our happiness by 25%. If you're trying to experience a life full of happiness, uh, I would suggest practicing gratitude and thanksgiving. Um, People who don't practice gratitude and thanksgiving, just by the research, live a less happy and a less blessed life. So we see the psychological research that when you practice gratitude and thanksgiving, that it actually raises your happiness by 25%. So I think the scriptures and the writers in the library we call the Bible had a very clear understanding of the impact of gratitude. Yes, it's blessing someone else. Yes, it's to praise God. Um, But also to give thanks actually impacts us. We talked last week about the idea of blessing and how it is more blessed to give than to receive Um, But here we see that to just give thanks and gratitude almost does um, this reverse blessing to us when we practice that rhythm. Um, I saw this quote from the ancient philosopher, philosopher Cicero where he says, Gratitude is not only the greatest of virtues, but the parent of all the others. What a powerful quote, that gratitude is not only the greatest of virtues, but it's the parent of all others. Cicero would say gratitude is the top of the top. Uh, I even heard today on a podcast by Pete Scazzaro that if you just have a prayer of thanksgiving, that that is, that is all you need. There's nothing else that you need. It is totally complete if you have a prayer of thanksgiving. Uh, the leading, leading scientific expert on gratitude, um, the psychologist Dr. Robert Emmons, 
defines gratitude as having two main parts. One, affirming goodness in one's life. To affirm just the, the rich beauty in one's life. Just affirming it. Say, my life is good. It is good. There is goodness in my life. So that's the first part, that gratitude is affirming goodness in one's life. The second part is recognizing that the source of this goodness lies at least partially outside the self, that this um, goodness comes from something outside of our self. And we as believers understand this to be true, that the goodness of our life comes from a good God. When we see the psalmist give thanks, he is praising the Lord for his goodness, that God is the external source of goodness, that we cannot muster up goodness in and of ourselves. But we give thanks for the goodness that comes from the Lord and permeates our inner being. So two parts there from Robert Emmons. And then I saw this quote from Ruth Haley Barton that I thought was just spot on in terms of thanksgiving as a practice or, as she says, gratitude. She writes, gratitude is a lens that sharpens our ability to see the gifts and the graces of our lives as more real than the material world to which we are often tethered. Gratitude energizes us for living more fully in the middle of the life we have been given as we become more practiced at finding God there. When practiced as a spiritual discipline, gratitude is an inner dynamic that enables us to recognize Advent, the coming of Christ, in the ordinariness of our own lives, which is where we need him most. What a timely quote from Ruth Haley Barton, because though this week is the week celebrating Thanksgiving, Sunday launches into the season of Advent for the global church. It is a season where we celebrate the arrival of King Jesus and the Son of God in the flesh as well as long for and wait eagerly for his second coming. But what a way to enter into Advent with a posture and practice of thanksgiving. I just think that the, the connection between thanksgiving and gratitude and Advent is so tight that we start out by just giving thanks for God and his arrival into the story that he is writing In the New Testament, when we see the word thanksgiving, it's the Greek word Eucharist. It's where we get the idea of communion or sacrament. Um, Some of you grew up in traditions that practice the Eucharist. Um, And when we practice communion or the Lord's Supper or Eucharist, it is a time of thanksgiving. To thank the Lord, to have gratitude for what He has done and for who He is And as we sit this week specifically in the uh, holiday that is Thanksgiving, I, I charge you and urge you, friends, to not just practice Thanksgiving this Thursday when you sit around the table and you have your turkey and you have your dressing and you have your cranberry sauce and your pecan pie, but would you practice gratitude as a rhythm in your life? as something that you think about. When you wake up in the morning, would you just write in a journal one thing that you're thankful for? One thing. And even as Ruth Haley Barton mentions, 
Think about the ordinary aspects of your life that you're thankful for. The very things that we seem to take for granted. I was just reading recently about the global water crisis, that there are 785 million people across the world, six times the U.S. population, that do not have access to clean water. And we in our country take that for granted. We take clean water for granted. What are the things in your life that you are thankful for? Write them down. That's the practice. Write down the things that you're thankful for. Uh, Take time each morning to just write down one thing that you are thankful for, and you will see it impact you and shape you in a deep and profound way. If anything, thank the Lord for He is good and that His love endures forever. And in the midst of this crisis season that we're in in 2020, give thanks in all circumstances. Give thanks in the middle of 2020. Give thanks in the middle of COVID-19. Give thanks to the Lord in this time, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. This is his desire for you to give thanks and to have a posture of gratitude this season. So my hope is that we move into Advent starting Sunday. Would we move into Advent posturing ourselves with this posture of Eucharist, of thanksgiving, of gratitude. I am all the more excited for what God has in store over the next four weeks during the Advent season as we will be communally uh, in our local church practicing a Advent rule of life, a rhythm of life that we'll talk more about next week and provide just some insight in terms of what that looks like for us to practice daily rhythms and weekly rhythms in the Advent season as we celebrate the arrival of the Son of God, and as we eagerly await His second coming. Uh, The church calendar is so beautiful and cyclical in that we're coming out of ordinary time, which symbolizes us moving into the uh, waiting period and the excitement of the arrival of the second coming, as well as starting the new year, where we celebrate the uh, arrival of the Son of God the first time in the manger And this is a new year for Christians across the globe. The Advent season is the kickoff of the Christian year. And so we will dive into the four weeks of Advent, uh, which are hope, love, joy, and peace, starting next week, which I'm really excited about. Um, But would you posture yourself in a posture of thanksgiving and practice what it means to give gratitude and thanksgiving? Because the Lord is good and his love endures forever. Grace and peace to you this Thanksgiving.